It's where you go to bike, hike, and stroll miles of pathways over more than 7,000 acres of parkland. A place to go explore rivers and fish their bountiful waters. Natural places to go marvel at magnificent wildlife while you play outdoors and go wander charming communities. Find all this and more at Destination Downriver. Give it a go. Today's podcast is presented by Market Insights with our vodcast produced with the help of the City of Taylor's Media Center. We are sponsored by the generous support of our friends at Allegra Marketing, Print and Design for strategic marketing and print communication with measurable results. Let Allegra assist you with your print, mail, design and signs. Located at 3557 Fort Street in Wyandotte or call 734-288-8994. Tell them Destination Downriver brought you there. Welcome to Destination Downriver. I'm Carl Zymack. Communities in the Downriver region have been engineering transformation on a number of different fronts. The environment via reclamation of riverfront shorelines, water quality with a near miraculous recovery of the Huron, Rouge, and Detroit rivers, and going almost unnoticed amidst all the positive progress, the resurgence of Downriver's 18 communities. Many of this region's cities are purposely filling the gap between entrepreneurs with great ideas and those with the expertise to make them a reality. We are experiencing a phenomenal growth spurt in business startups by design through fostering healthy and helpful small business startup climates. With the cost of living, office and retail space advantages, communities are providing a longer runway between ideas and doors open for business realities. Whether it's fixed costs that let small business owners do more with less or mentoring programs that guide successful planning, the formula is working downriver. Small businesses are an essential part of any business community. They, are, they provide jobs, promote innovation, and foster a sense of pride in their respective areas. Ultimately, supporting small business startups is an investment in the future. A strong business presence, especially one that thrives in the context of a busy, livable, walkable downtown is what gives community its character. It creates a sense of place that attracts visitors, talented workforces, and yes, bigger businesses and other investors who drive further growth. In today's episode, we will get insights on what's going on with Downriver small business growth. We'll also understand why any community's growth is good for the entire region, and lastly, how to keep that momentum building. Our panel of experts are Ron Heinrich, President and CEO of the Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber, Dan Marsh, City Administrator from Southgate, Joe Pagano, Chairman of Flat Rocks DDA, and lastly, Kevin Krause, Director of Community Safety and Development in Romulus. Ron, we're gonna start with you. Uh, Start us off by sharing some of the stunning growth statistics that have been occurring in the region over the past year. 
Thanks, Carl. It's good to be here, and it truly has been stunning growth, uh, so much that um, I know this is really exciting for us. This month, WDIV uh, Channel 4 is doing a big feature story on the economic growth of the Downriver region. Um, so I did bring some stats with us today because uh, we did recently reach out to all of our local municipalities here downriver, um, 18 of them, and asked them, hey, how many small businesses opened over the, mm -hmm. over the uh, 2022 fiscal year? Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, it's absolutely phenomenal. 258 small businesses opened, again, in 2022 in the Downriver region. And if you look at some of these, um, Southgate, and I know Dan Marsh is here, 49 businesses oh in gosh. Southgate, which mm -hmm. is like absolutely phenomenal. Kevin, uh, 39 businesses in, in the city of Romulus. Uh, the city of Flat Rock Joe is here. We got 15 new businesses. And of course, there's a tremendous amount of growth in, in uh, uh, Taylor as well. And mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of new businesses that are currently in mm -hmm. development um, in the city of Taylor as well. So I think that, you know, the facts show, the statistics show that Downriver truly is the place to be for raising a family, for relocating if you want to uh, express your talent in the workforce. But also if you're an entrepreneur and you want to uh, open a new business and really, you know, develop your dream and realize your entrepreneurial dream, Downriver is the place to be, and these stats really do show it, Carl. That is stunning. Uh, Dan, let's uh, let's jump over to you. Uh, Southgate really jumps off the map on those stats. You've got to be very proud. Either that or you're cheating. <laughs> uh, uh, it, the number of, uh, of uh, new business startups that Ron shared uh, over the past year, was this a dramatic change from what you've seen in previous years? Well, honestly, there's been a trend in the city of Southgate for some mm -hmm. time now of new businesses coming to the area and opening. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're thankful for the attention Downriver is finally getting uh, mm -hmm. with the new business growth. Mm -hmm. um, that being said though, uh, 2022 was a bit of a banner year for us. And we mm -hmm. saw a 30% increase in new businesses over the previous year. So we, mm -hmm. we definitely saw a spike and we're excited about that. What was the catalyst? What do you think was the catalyst? Yeah, so I, I don't know if there's really any one thing. I What I think happened is over the course of many years now, there's mm -hmm. been a bunch of things happening and it's just really created the right environment for this for this new group of people who are going out and, and with the entrepreneurial mindset and want to open their own business. Mm -hmm. I think about um, the fiscal stewardship that the city council and the mayor have been so dedicated to making sure that the city's on a, found, a sound financial footing. Mm -hmm. uh, I think about a new business owner, right? And someone's going in and they're gonna open up a new business and there's risk associated with sure. that. And uh, when, you, when you go into an area that's been uh, financially sound for a long time, it really kind of reduces that feeling of risk that you have opening. You know you're going into a stable community. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the other thing, and this again goes beyond even my time with the city, is uh, this culture from our building department mm -hmm. and the city planners of really working alongside the new business owners when you know, um, a lot of these business owners that we're seeing, these new businesses that are opening up, uh, these are first-time business owners opening up a new restaurant or a boutique. And the, you know, the, the process of getting business permits and, and keeping a business up to code and all mm -hmm. those different things, you know, it's new for a lot of people. So mm -hmm. the building department has been really intentional about making sure as, as new businesses come in, mm -hmm. that they're uh, very communicative, that they are walking them through that process so that as the, as the business flourishes, that they have a partner in the city. People don't understand how difficult it is. Yeah. Because the processes are, even if they're simple processes, simple steps, sure. there's a lot of them. You know, and they and they really have to walk through them. You know, when it comes to uh, that business uh, growth that you're seeing, does any particular business 
or sites stand out to you in your own mind? And you can, yeah, so it's an opinion. So yeah, no well, you deal. know, the, the exciting thing for Southgate is we've seen a, a, a wide variety of new businesses coming mm. all across, you know, financial sector, mm. healthcare, uh, industry, but there's there is one that really kind of stands out, uh, and we had the opportunity to go to her, um, the business owner's uh, grand opening, mm -hmm. uh, just a few months back, and it's the business called Extra Crafty. They're on okay. Eureka Road, uh, and it's an experience-based business. And what what she's done is she's created um, a place where people can go for events, for group outings, birthday parties. Uh, they have pop-up nights like this this Friday. Mm -hmm. They're going to be uh, they're hosting an event where uh, it, and it's a crafting business. So mm -hmm. you do different crafts like this Friday. It's a date night. They're going to be doing wine and whiskey glasses and like mm -hmm. you know, doing crafts around those. Mm -hmm. um, but I just thought like this is such a unique idea uh, of you know this experience-based business where you can come and you can uh, learn a new craft, you learn a new skill, and it's mm -hmm. fun and you get kind of walked your way through it. Um, and I just think about, she, it's such a great example of the moment, right? Mm -hmm. This is a mm -hmm. person who said, you know, they're kind of leaving the traditional workforce. Uh, they have a, a passion and interest they want to share with the world. And, uh, and it was just the right moment. And it was a first time business owner and, uh, and she's thriving. And it's, uh, it's just really exciting to see, see that happening in Southgate. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Great story out of Southgate. Joe, let's uh, flash over to Flat Rock. You guys have been on quite a roll recently for the past few years with some very interesting new businesses opening in your community. Uh, Flat Rock has uh, some com commercial business property uh, owners who are building a future for those storefronts by making it easier and more affordable to owners uh, and to get momentum for new businesses. How has the city fostered that type of landlord-tenant cooperation? It's actually worked out pretty well. Um, like Southgate was talking about, we have our building department that really fosters. Mm -hmm. um, they help these new businesses, and it is a difficult process in any city. It doesn't matter where you go. It's just a process. The other thing that we do is we also, I encourage people to look at our facade grant program. Mm -hmm. Our facade grant program helps these folks financially get moving in the forward direction. Mm -hmm. uh, we have also a few innovative uh, folks that, that have come into the city we have a couple of new businesses that were something previously and just sitting there for a lot of years. Yeah. Um, we have, uh, now we have Atwater Street Tacos, mm -hmm. which is well known around the area now. But they were a driving school before mm -hmm. that, okay? It's a beautiful location, sits right on the river. You can sit in their patio and just watch the ducks and the nature behind you. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. But that same uh, group of people, which is the, the business owner and the building owner also started another place across the street called Station 24, mm -hmm. which people also have heard about. It's, it's actually, those two places are really uh, destination places in Flat Rock now mm -hmm. uh, because these guys have done such a great job working together and working together with the city to bring these things up. Station 24 originally was a gas station, okay? <laughs> and then it was a flower shop for many years, and then it sat there for a lot of years. Mm. And then we have one more, which is really the, a, a big one, which is on the corner of Huron River and Telegraph. Mm. And that building was an old professional building. It was a doctor's office, it was a dental office, there was other things that were in there, but it was pretty much a professional building. Well, that sat there, that was, it was active until maybe about the 80s, early 90s, mm -hmm. sat there for 20 years mm -hmm. and nothing happened to it. And then a couple came in and purchased that property 
and just changed the whole downtown aspect on that corner. Now you've got very viable businesses in there. You've got a bakery in there. You've got a specialty shop in there. Mm -hmm. You also have uh, some other kind of businesses around the corner, uh, some financial businesses and things like that. So they have really, again, working with the city, working with the DDA, working together, they've really uh, spruced up that area right in the downtown Flat Rock. Joe, how long have you been uh, uh, the chairman of the... About uh, 10 years. About 10 years. So yeah. you've seen a lot of trends. Yes, and, and we've been mm. pushing for those trends um, because, and, and, and it's not just Flat Rock DDA, but a lot of the DDAs really just, they, I call them, existed. Mm. Um, they didn't really push forward for what the visions for the businesses were. Mm. And that's kind of the thing we've been looking at over the last 10 years. What do the folks in the city want? What do the businesses want? Mm. And we've been pushing those things and we've really gotten some great results. When it comes to push, what sort of businesses are best suited for Flat Rock? Smaller community? Yeah, yeah, we have most of our businesses, um, and I think Down River, mm -hmm. most of the communities are this way, but not all of them, but we are 70% small business, okay? okay? Mm -hmm. And then the 25% is, is um, places like Big B Coffee mm -hmm. and those kind of places. So really, we've only got 5% <coughs> big business in Flat Rock. Okay. So we, and the folks in Flat Rock, we, we want to see these smaller businesses. Most of these folks who own these businesses either live in Flat Rock or very close to Flat Rock. Mm -hmm. So those are the things that we encourage. Those are the folks that we encourage to come on and check our city. And what's, what's interesting is that some of these folks, and I talked about these two, they had one building or one business and, and opened up another one because it was not only lucrative, but the folks in the city supported them. And I think the pandemic really, in some cases, helped because people wanted to support those small businesses. I think that's what's really helping a lot of this boom. Carl, I'll just add real quick uh, to Joe, um, just you know, to make our viewers aware that 99% of America is small business. Um, you know, so, so Flat Rock is right in line with the rest of the United States of America. And, you, and as you can imagine, the overwhelming majority of our employers, uh, or, or rather workforce, work for small businesses in, in the United States today. Interesting, interesting. Uh, Jill, one more, one more question for you. As I asked Dan, any of these startups, uh, recent startups uh, in Flat Rock, jump out at you? I mean, one that jumps out more than any others? And, and I can tell by the look on your there's, face there, that it does. A, there's a lot of them, but... One of them was a, a repair shop, an auto repair shop called Fellows. Mm -hmm. um, and it was in an old building and pretty much dilapidated. Um, there was a few things here and there and there. But the, uh, again, it was a cooperation between the business owner and the landowner. They put this wonderful building together and these folks have done great. They've only been in business for two years. Mm -hmm. They are actually going to open up another shop Okay, so they are booming, and the folks that come to Flat Rock, they do very well, and they actually want to open up more businesses in Flat Rock. Good news, fantastic yeah. news, Joe. Kevin, you've been patient over here. <laughs> you and Romulus gonna bring up, uh, you guys are hitting cleanup here. Uh, Romulus has uh, adapted strategy actions uh, to stimulate new business startups and create supportive, a supportive environment for success. Can you tell us about your new business incubator and how uh, other communities can learn from it? I can, yeah, absolutely. So first I wanna say, you know, uh, thanks for having us here today mm -hmm. to tell the Romulus story. Um, it's, it's sometimes uh, 
tough to get the word out and mm -hmm. uh, and we're trying to leverage uh, opportunities like this to do so. So uh, thank you very much. But we're here to say that uh, Romulus is open for business and uh, we're excited to, uh, you know, to, to welcome small business into the community and we're creating uh, an environment and an ecosystem for small businesses to um, survive and be solvent and, and be successful. Mm -hmm. And uh, we started that with something we call the Nest, which is uh, new entrepreneurial success training. Mm -hmm. And we've partnered with, we took um, our Chamber of Commerce building, our Romulus Chamber of Commerce building, which they occupy only a small portion of it. Mm -hmm. It's a city-owned building, and we've expanded that. And we brought in a, um, a business consultant, uh, Laura Sigmund, with um, um, Best Practices Consulting. Mm -hmm. And she's uh, leased a portion of that, and she's partnered with our DDA. And what this has allowed us to do is create uh, some conference space in that room, some training space. Uh, we also have identified um, an area in that in that uh, particular building for pop-up shops, for market testing and, and strategies, and then also some we working space. So. Uh, for those small entrepreneurs that are working from home or maybe out of their garage or basement and they're looking to take that next step and need to have some space to maybe get away from the kids at home and get into a professional atmosphere have some meetings meet with vendors or you know whoever it might be it gives them an opportunity and a space to go to to work uh, freely you know and come and go without some of that overhead uh, to begin with um, but what Laura is doing in this is she's taking all of our DDA businesses, all of our businesses that are small business uh, entrepreneurs, and uh, we have up to 15 slots right now, and she's doing a, uh, a success uh, evaluation on each of those businesses and kind of giving you a ranking on where you stand and what are some of your weaknesses, what are some of your strengths, and then follows that up with training support for those small businesses. So it, when she gets through all of those evaluations of our small businesses, <clears throat> and says, we've identified across the spectrum of, of your entrepreneurs in, in Romulus that um, you know maybe it's accounting services or maybe it's um, vendor supply and, and negotiations. These are areas that we see weaknesses that uh, these businesses could benefit from and, uh, and have some training in. And then she schedules and hosts those training sessions and brings, on, it brings in additional outside consultants to teach those classes and give those small business owners the support and the knowledge and the uh, the skills uh, to be able to execute at a at a scaled level for their individual businesses it's a fantastic program so yeah it's it's uh, you know and it's only one facet of the environment and the ecosystem that we're um, that we're trying to create in that downtown district you know um, Romulus is one, was known and tied very much so to auto manufacturing. We had the Lear plants and you know a lot of the manufacturing in the city of Romulus. And when those went away, jobs went away. Mm -hmm. And when those jobs went away, all those small businesses that were supported by those plants disappeared. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've done very well, uh, you know, going back to Southgate's plan with uh, you know the building and the planning and the zoning, the mm -hmm. you know, and, and working together with these small businesses uh, under the Burcroft, our previous uh, mayor's administration, and continued on under uh, Mayor McCrate. Uh, uh, we've created a, a fast track program for businesses so when they come in they can hit the ground running and we we help layer and tier all those processes which sometimes for those small businesses can be you know overwhelming mm -hmm. and we get them through that process we hold their hand we we help make them successful get them from the time of application to the time they can open their doors as quickly as possible so they're not sitting in a in a space wondering when they're going to be able to open those front doors and i think that's been key to to getting some of our businesses open. Kevin, my understanding is that the city began buying some empty commercial properties in downtown Romulus. Is that part of the push to create like an innovative zone? 
It is, absolutely. So again, multi-pronged uh, facet approach. Mm -hmm. um, get the support for the small businesses and the training uh, in that ecosystem set up. The next thing we identified is we had a lot of what we'll, we'll call legacy landowners in the downtown district where you had a couple people that owned a lot of land mm -hmm. and uh, it was passed down from generation to generation. And some of that was freeing up and, and opening it up so the city was able to have some opportunities to buy that property. Mm -hmm. So as we identify these businesses, we uh, evaluate them, we identify where they're at. Maybe they're only ready for market testing and they're they're in the pop-up shop and doing weekends and a couple days during the week. Or maybe you have a, a business that, I'll use a catering business, that's really thriving and really kind of doing well and now they need that brick and mortar store. Mm -hmm. So we have that opportunity to get them in one of those brick and mortar locations, mm -hmm. um, get them some low cost rent to start and um, help them get set up because we know that when you make that move from you know, kind of from your garage or your home kitchen or whatever it might be to that brick and mortar, there's always cost. There's utility costs, there's the deposits, there's insurance, all of that. So we want to tier this rent system so they can get in get in the door cheap with their rent and then slowly as their business builds and grows, we'll, we'll address the rent as we go up, ultimately with an option to buy that space, right? Because uh, city doesn't want to be a landlord. We mm -hmm. want them to be mm -hmm. successful, but this is an opportunity for us to help create what that atmosphere downriver looks like in, in the downtown district for us and uh, really kind of give the right people the opportunities to get in the door and open up and be successful. Fantastic story. Uh, in Romulus, who's your poster child for uh, for new success? New yeah, business? for us, you know, it's kind of tough. We got some long, uh, long time businesses in the downtown district, Dave's Barbershop, um, mm -hmm. and we have some new businesses, Artisan Reserve, mm -hmm. uh, 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 Greca uh, Martial Arts just opened up last week, uh, family owned business and family business. Mm -hmm. Steve's um, Custom Motorcycles, another newer business. Mm -hmm. All have kind of been there working. I don't think w through the Nest program yet, mm -hmm. I don't think we have that business yet. Mm -hmm. We're setting up that ecosystem. We have some good businesses and longtime partners in the DDA area that we hope are going to stay and we hope can benefit from this, mm -hmm. but we're still looking to identify. I think the success right now is the environment for us. Right. Um, you know, we talked about the business, we talked about kind of a little bit of history. The last part is the atmosphere, right? Gotcha. So it's, you know, our downtown is right next to our historical park. We do sounds of downtowns, we do movies in the park, we're gathering people in those areas, we're bringing them to the downtown district. Mm -hmm. We just demoed an old commercial building um, that was just dilapidated, one of the ones the city got, and that's gonna be opened up for some green space and uh, gathering space. So that might be a food truck alley for us. We don't know exactly what it looks like, but we're working with DDA to do that. So we're making those gathering spaces and that's kind of that, that extra prong in there. So not only are we getting the businesses in the door, but we're creating atmosphere and creating the gathering to bring people and draw them to that downtown area. You've got a lot of eggs in the incubator. There is, there is. We're, <laughs> hope, we're waiting story. for them to hatch and grow and, and fly away. Fantastic story. <laughs> Ron, let's, let's bounce back to you. What has the chamber been doing to create a healthy region-wide business startup class? Yep, that's that's a great that's question. That's putting you on the but spot. You put me on the spot, <laughs> but, but that's something I always talk about. But I want to just say real quick about Kevin and the city of Romulus. Um, there really are, Carl, a lot, like Taylor, of course, mm -hmm. and Southgate and Flat Rock, um, a, tr a tremendous amount of success stories that are coming out of the city of Romulus. Mm -hmm. And we're very excited about the, the Nest program. And one of those success stories that I always think about, too, is Norman Cafe, yeah, oh yeah. Um, which has just, you know, you mentioned catering, the, you know, I, uh, 
the, the, the Norman family are just like off the charts uh, in terms of the growth of their business. Yeah. And I believe, now I understand that they have opened up a brick and mortar location in the Romulus Athletic Center. Correct, um, yeah. Which, you know, I'm really excited about because I go there and, you know, from time to time and we had our son's birthday party there and the food has always been good. But to have Norman Cafe, Cafe in the Romulus Athletic Center, that's amazing. So win, very win, excited win. about great. that. Great, yeah, great opportunity. <laughs> yep. But, and Ness, Ness really plays into, you know, our strategy as right. well. Um, so I will say, uh, say there's a lot going on at the chamber, of course, and we, um, we always, uh, you know, see ourselves as a key partner with our, with our local municipalities throughout the entire region in terms of providing opportunity for, for growth for small businesses and, and entrepreneurship as well. Uh, and of course, Destination Downriver is, is a key part of that in terms of attracting talent to the region. Um, and traveling towards them and promoting our region overall. Uh, because when we attract entrepreneurs to the region, we also need to attract talent, especially in the current times of the workforce shortage crisis. So that's one of the key things that uh, we as a Chamber of Commerce are really focusing on right now is attracting not just entrepreneurs, but also talent um, to this region as well. Uh, but going back to really fostering an environment that's uh, you know ripe for, for entrepreneurship, um, we're working very closely with the Downriver Community Conference, um, who just received the $1.6 million Economic Development Administration grant. Um, and a part of that grant is small business growth. Uh, so we just hired a couple of um, uh, uh, individuals who are, who are going to be assisting us in helping, similar to the Nest, and helping uh, small businesses to really get established in the Downriver community. And the Romulus Nest program is uh, truly go is is um, not gonna. I was almost gonna say going to be, but it, it is. Uh, it's a regional resource for for small business growth, and it's uh, it's uh, really a resource that I think will be, uh, or I know will be referring small businesses from communities like Wyandotte and Southgate and Flat Rock and so and, and other places to Romulus for the Nest program because it's such a you know a key component because uh, a lot of people they they want to start a business they have the motivation they have the energy um, but perhaps they don't have the resources and, and the knowledge to do that in the Nest program the programs that we offer at the chamber the Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber will really play a key role in that um, and a lot of other things that we do at the chamber we work very closely with SCORE the Service Corps of Retired Executives we provide one-on-one -on -one mentorship opportunities for entrepreneurs that are looking to start a business, to write a business plan, to put together a marketing strategy, or you know a financial plan, things like that. How you know how to get a loan, um, and small business workshops that we we host at the chamber also play a key role in teaching teaching entrepreneurs you know how to apply for a loan or how to take advantage of different marketing opportunities throughout the region. Uh, you know networking events mm -hmm. and in all kinds of different things, HR programming, human resources programming. Um, there's a whole uh, really um, you know long list of different opportunities that the that the chamber hosts uh, in partnership with our communities throughout the year for you're entrepreneurs. Really, you're really connecting the dots every yeah. day. Well, I'll mention, you know, because mm -hmm. it's hard to go through the entire list. There is a lot. But if you go to, I will mention, put in a plug, mm -hmm. swcrc.com slash, slash membership. Um, and that gives you a really good listing of uh, different opportunities and resources that Chamber offers. Uh, but if you call our, our office, we're also going to connect you with programs like the Nest and, mm -hmm. and with the Down River Community Conference and SCORE and, and others as well. And our office number, um, to put in another plug, 734-284-6000. Fantastic. Uh, $64,000 question here. <laughs> Just how much financial clout do these local businesses have on local economies? 
Oh, uh, I mean, it, it, I mentioned earlier that n over 99% mm -hmm. of America's business community is made up of small business. Um, so if you look at the, some, you know, the United States Chamber of Commerce uh, based out of DC, they do a really good job in putting stats together for us mm -hmm. on an annual basis. And um, it's really, it's overwhelming that when you, the statistics show, and nothing against Amazon, I, you know, well, the small business community might have something against Amazon, but <laughs> I always shop small businesses because the stats show that when you shop at your local small business in your community, um, I believe that you triple the amount of wealth in your local economy as as opposed to going to an online place, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and things like that. So it's absolutely critical that we spend an ma overwhelming majority of our dollars at local small businesses because that directly impacts the overall health of our local communities. And I think that um, in this in this modern age, people are more aware of um, the impact that our dollars have on our local communities. And, and they think that they are, they're more aware of how important that is, right? Mm -hmm. When it comes to um, the overall uh, quality of life for everyone in that community. Um, so I do wanna encourage everybody very strongly to support local small businesses because it really does have that triple effect and it just dramatically um, improves the overall health uh, of your community that you live in. Well, thanks everybody. Boys, you, uh, you were very informative, all four of you people, uh, despite my greater instincts to keep Iran off the show. No. <laughs> He brings everything You're together. You're doing a very around. good job. <laughs> <laughs> for those, uh, for new business startups, where you are doesn't make nearly as much difference as how you feel about where you are. After all, being successful requires understanding the business environment around you and creating new value within it. So no matter where you choose to establish your business, understand that your experience and the way you feel about it has as much to do with your success as everyone and everything else around you. We hope you choose the Downriver region as a place that you might decide to create a business and more value and a new future for yourself. As you can see, all the tools, support, and processes are in place to help you build your successful future. Thanks so much to our guest, Ron Heinrich from the Chamber, Dan Marsh from the city of Southgate, Kevin Krause from Romulus, and Joe Pagano from Flat Rock. Success in our region is happening by design, much of it driven by these gentlemen around me. It will continue to grow thanks to community leaders and visionaries like these gentlemen. Remember to shop small and shop local. It makes financial success sense to all of us. Thanks for joining us on De Destination Downriver. We'll see you again in February. Thank you again to our sponsor, Allegra, where your marketing success can start happening today. And a special thanks to our production partners here at the new Taylor Media Center. Thanks for listening and watching. Please visit the Destination Downriver's website at destinationdownriver.com or our Facebook page. And be sure to join us for next month's podcast.